Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Shing! Bitch <laughs> <laughs> the pot. The tea is hot. And it's delicious. That's some cinnamon in it. Yeah, it does. I drizzled some honey in there. Did you? Yeah, I did. I Big like girl. mixed it up really, really well, so it's not like you know settling at the bottom. Don't Bitch, worry about it. Come on. Yeah, I like I mixed it real well. Maybe a splash of milk too. Oh no, Maddie's not a milk person. Not I a milk put, person. I put no milk in there. That's it. Yeah, you just know, a little bit of cinnamon. You know what I like. Yep. You know what I like. Honey. Yeah. And we know what you like. So and it's the hot tea. It's the baby. hot damn yeah. tea. Um. Yeah. So today, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a night. Um, this one, yep, yep, yep. This one was a recommendation from Emily and I have a lot of armored combat friends. Yeah. Um, Cause that's still a thing guys. Like people God. still like get in full armor and beat the shit out of each beat other. Beat the shit out of each it's other. Terrifying. What state do you live in? Did you know that you probably have an armored combat team? Yeah. <laughs> like, does that not yeah, shock do. you and excite you at the same time? Yeah, and like, it's not like scripted. They don't like choreograph the no. shit. They genuinely beat the shit yeah. out of each other. They have like, there's certain places. I know they have it in like Nashville, Reno, places like that, where they have like medieval cage fights Jesus. where they'll like throw these guys in like full armor with oh like a weapon God. and shield like in a fucking cage and let them go ham. It's yeah. so cool it's so, it's so fucking cool. cool yeah emily and i have been completely obsessed like since our very first rim fair that we was went like to. our favorite it's thing, our yeah. literal favorite part of rim fair yep. right now yep. like yeah it's not the dresses it's not the the pretty like the acting any of that it is literally we're like we're going to every fucking armor combat fight we love we it we prioritize it so much and guess what we did go to every Everyone. armored combat fight Everyone. this last run fair. and we lost our voices over it we did we, <laughs> we screamed a lot i there were pictures taken and i am <laughs> yeah. like so in the fucking zone maddie's screaming I like didn't we're doing great <laughs> know that i had like veins in my neck but like there <laughs> but i am just like bitch they popped out yeah, like, maddie had going. all the like italian phrases down pat like with the perfect accent yeah, like, and everything you means sounded hit him yeah. and then piu forte means harder <laughs> and Maddie got like all the phrases from an Italian friend. From an Italian friend. Yeah. So yeah. like you know it's it's good. It's accurate. It's perfect. She sounded so fucking good. Oh, so and then I am. just got like real in the zone. So I was just like staring intently like a fucking psychopath. Oh, it's uh, it's so much. I'm it's in it. so I'm fucking really cool. In it. Mm-hmm. God. And so uh, man, I hope to do all of our armored combat friends justice here because today we're talking about the greatest night of all time. Like that is what he goes oh. down. In history, guys. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Emily, he's such a daddy. You're gonna <gasps> like this man. No, this man. Um, What's his name? Does he have a daddy name? He has a night name. Oh, okay. I love a night name. Um, which is, is like I very mean, just like classic and cute. Yeah. Okay. Um, like which like night equals daddy kind of you know. For sure. Um, his name is William Marshall. I love the name William. Yeah. If Marshall you, throws me off a little bit, but I love the name William. William. If Marshall you, sounds like weirdly modern. I don't know why. If you, like, want a knight, if you want, like, your child to be a knight, pretty much name him William. Because I looked, Mm -hmm. like, through, we're not just talking Thatcher here. We're talking, like, all of, like, there's so many knights that came up in this one. It's like, William, 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 William. Yeah. No, that's such a knight name. It's a great name. Like, if your name is William, yeah, you're, like, maybe bound to be a knight. Go find 
your local armored combat team mm-hmm. and say, hi, my name's William. Yep. And they're like, here's some armor. You're, yeah, you're, like you're in set. You're yep. set. You're going to love this. So um, Sir William Marshall was such a daddy that his life is chronicled in something called the Histoire de Guillaume le Marshal. Oh, which yeah, is, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, it's the only written biography of a non-royal person to survive the entire Middle Ages. Like, that's how oh my God. important this guy is. Yeah. Um, he literally comes from absolutely nothing. Yes. And ends up being the fucking regent of England. Like, he comes from nothing. This is I, my William Thatcher. I normally don't throw in a spoiler like that, but I feel like you Yeah! I haven't told Emily the title of this episode. No. It's going to be A Night's Tell IRL. <gasps> like, this is literally the story. This is my Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Ulrich von Lichtenstein! He's strong. He's pissed. He'll see you at the Lichtenstein! 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 <laughs> Oh man, okay, we'll try to dial he that back. <laughs> he comes from Gelderland. He comes from Gelderland. Gelderland, Gelderland. Okay. God, 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 God. Yeah, I know. This is going to be a rough we episode, love everybody. A Knight's Tale. This is, that's truly where our love of armor and combat that's came, came from. from. It wasn't even from the first run fair. It started with the movie <laughs> A Knight's Tale. Keith Motherfucking Ledger. I am in love with him. Oh, God. R.I.P. Uh, God, R.I.P. I'm gonna pour R. out R. some mead for a real one. So yeah, anyways, um, this <laughs> anyways <laughs> a night. Yeah, this is definitely still in the intro here. Um, it's midnight, guys. Um, yeah, we're starting this. We've been here. We got here for at three hours. Nine now. o'clock. Yeah, yes, we've been here for three hours. <laughs> yeah, we're and doing great. Just shot the shit. Yep. Drank some wine, uh-huh. uh, and here we go. Now we're gonna talk about Daddy William. Yeah. Um, I am going. So he's such a well-known person that a lot of people have heard his story, right? So I'm going to give you his story, but I am going to pause and talk about like what the tournament circuit was like at this time, (gasps) because it's so fucking cool. And again, Emily and I, huge armor combat people. And like, it's so different. Yeah. Like this is like where like those tournaments really started and like the way that it involves like evolves, sorry. Yeah. Um, Midnight wine. But um, like (laughs) is, is really crazy. So I am going to kind of dip off on that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a look into this unbelievable, unbelievable man. Okay. So he was born in either 1146 or 1147 um, in Hampstead, Marshall Castle in Berkshire, England, is, is the guess. Okay. Anyways, we don't know a lot about his super early life because he was the younger son of a minor noble. Um, so just like... Just some really quick tea on his parents because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I read it and I was like, no, focus on William, not his parents. But, like, I have to put this in here because it's so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His parents' marriage was so fucking dramatic. They were, his mom and dad were from rival families. <gasps> Romantic. Mm-hmm. Oh and, like, God. their marriage, like, ended this feud. Like, this year-long <gasps> feud, At least you know? it was their marriage, not their death's like Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. No, like they were married. They had kids. They were fine. Cute. Um, he was William, our man's, was a bit estranged from his father, but super close to his mother. Her name was Sybil. My heart. Sybil. I fucking love Sybil, man. Um, But he would have known from a very early age that he's not, he's not getting lands or riches passed down to him. Like it's just not in the cards. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's a younger son. 
his oh. dad's a minor noble. Yeah, no, like he no doesn't way. have a lot no in chance, his, baby boy. Right, and he, I am, believe he also has some sisters in there. So like they've got dowries to pay. Ooh, like this isn't are expensive. Yep. So he knew that he was going to have to make his own way in life from mm-hmm. an early age. So at about 12 years old, his mama hooked him up a little bit and she packed him off to her cousin's house. Uh, her cousin was another William. William de Tancaville in Normandy, France. Ooh. So this William de Tancaville, um, he like trained knights. Like that was his shit that he did to the point where he would become known as the father of knights. This guy was fucking cranking him out. Ooh. And like Normandy was the place right now. And he was the lord of a pretty imposing castle in Normandy. And he just like took in these guys he thought had potential and trained them to be knights. He's a fucking leader. What so are we, William? Fucking leader. What mm-hmm. are we? All of the Williams, really. All all the Williams, all the knights. All what the Williams, we? all the knights, what are we? Um, whatever you want me to be. <laughs> um, so William gets sent here to start his training as knight at 12 years old. So <laughs> it was pretty much, again, younger son of a minor noble. So you want a career in the church or you want to be a knight, you know? Yeah. And William chose violence and we're all so fucking glad that he did. Thank God. Um, at In this point in history, because like 1100s, right? At this point, being a knight was like a pretty new concept. This was a growing noble discipline, but it was like a really new way to make a living. It was very much this developing art. Okay, yeah. Um. So... It was open to anyone, though. Like, anyone could be a knight. You didn't. You could come from any background as long as you had the funding for it. Yeah. We welcome you. You can rewrite your stars. William you can Thatcher. rewrite your stars. Did he follow his feet? Did you? Oh, my God. I cannot, dude. Oh, my God. I fucking can't. Everyone stop and go watch that movie right <laughs> yeah. now and come back, okay? Uh, I fucking love a knight's tale be so much. I watch it, like, Five times a year. It's a problem. I can't remember movies to save my life, but I, I wanted to watch this last night, but then I was up all night writing this episode. And Fair so enough. I, yeah, and so I, I it didn't It is what do it is. It, you made your God, sacrifices that you had to make. God, you know. Now, to, I mean, don't go home and watch the movie tonight because you're going to get home at 3 a.m. Yeah. But tomorrow, yeah, I mean, it's tomorrow, I'm going to watch it. Watch it tomorrow. Seems Everyone like... watch A Night's Tale. Oh my God, I love it. Thank us later. Mm-hmm. So this was open to everyone who could obtain funding, but it was so fucking expensive. So fucking expensive. But William had his uncle. So he has like a really nice setup here. This mm-hmm. is such a blessing to him because war horses alone at this time cost about four to five times the average annual salary to maintain, not purchase. Oh, Jesus. To maintain. So I'm going to go off a little bit here um, on like a fun horse fact for you. Um, I love horses. This comes from uh, Alex the History Guy. I'm going to go ahead and call him a personal friend of mine. See if he listens to this podcast or not. We do love Alex the History Guy. We do love Alex the History Guy. Um, So he is a medieval reenactor and blacksmith. He's a cool fucking guy. And he was saying, I was like, I was asking him about this whole thing and like the horses and like kind of like how like people would ride these war horses into multiple battles like how did they not like you're not going to ride this horse until it dies right? yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so expensive what the hell so he explained it as like cars 
Like, so you have like these really nice, really well-trained, big horses and they're worth a lot. Yeah. Right? But like you're, you would have knights going into battle with like two or three horses, you know, like of different uh-huh. calibers or whatever and save like your, your biggest, best one for like the oh, initial shit. charge, which we'll talk about. Um, oh, wow. That's but, intense. Right. And so like a well-trained, well-trained, well-bred war horse, four to five times the average annual salary to maintain, um, not even purchase. And like, that's what we're, we're going to talk about more Alex, the history guy facts later, because he comes mm-hmm. in clutch for us, but that's not even talking about the armor. So the armor is so fucking expensive. Like all, all of this is so, so much, right? Mm-hmm. But William's uncle, it's your mom's cousin and uncle. Your mom's, no. Your mom's cousin is also a cousin. Okay. One's removed, I think. Okay. It's hard because, like, my my grandmother, my mom's mom, is, like, one of 11. And yeah. I just call all of them my aunts and uncles. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, my mom's cousin, Carol, I call her. She's my aunt. Right? Yeah. yeah. Her children are just, like, my first cousins. They're not. Yeah. But, like, it, I, yes, that's I how I am, too. I think how it works is that they are, I think that'd be a a first cousin once removed. Yep. My family has tried to like break it down. Cause again, it's, it's my so fucking hard. My grandma is the oldest of them. And so then she has all her younger siblings with all of their oh, kids. Jesus. So I'm like okay. a weird age, uh, like it, in the middle of all this. Yeah, I'm like, like, I was like the first great grandchild. And so I'm like, in were a you weird really? Line. Yeah. That's fun. But like, I love that for you. But there is such an age gap between my grandma and her sisters that yeah. like, my grandma would babysit my mother and her younger siblings, you know? Oh, wow. So mine okay, gets yeah. all, like, kind of muddled where it's like, oh, yeah, I think you're, like, my cousin twice removed. I don't know. I'm just going to call you my fucking cousin. Um, yeah, there are so many, like, family friends I grew up with that I just grew up thinking they were, like, legitimately re- related to me. Now I'm like, oh, my God, you know, you guys are, like, we're not related. I know. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> there is a I hate that pretty good chunk of people that, think that I am part of Emily's family. Like they think that we are sisters and like her parents are my parents. Mistake (laughs) as like we've had like actually several people at this point think we're twins. Which is insane because Maddie and I objectively look nothing alike. No, but God what a besides being white girls with green eyes. Yeah. Pale white girls with green eyes. Pale white girls with green eyes. And the like But like what I I take it as like the biggest compliment of my fucking life. This one time we were in Utah and this guy in Target asked us both out at the same time. Yes. And like which we should have been offended by. He's literally like, are either of you single? Are either of you dating? Like you guys wanna And I was just like you think I'm fucking interchangeable with Emily? Yeah, I was like, you think <laughs> I am on the same caliber as Maddie? Yeah, no, this is I, the most flattering fucking oh, yeah. thing. We strutted out of that Target, like, so yeah. empowered. Oh, my God. I felt so good about myself. No, yeah. Still do. We'll unpack still that. Still think about it. Like, we'll unpack that in therapy later. Yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, still. I think it's better than me being like, ugh either of us like no i think we came out of that with some positivity i, I literally like us. stood taller after yes. that. i was like are you kidding me like yeah. you think i'm like, like wow no we aren't i am 
But we were like, no, we aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. You are a 19 year old little baby child. But like, no, he definitely, he definitely had homework that night. Oh, for sure. And then we felt so much better. So much better about about life after that. I texted my husband, like, listen, I still fucking got it. Like, (laughs) some high school kid was like trying to. Oh, I knew leaving that day, I was like, I'm going to find a fucking dime out there, baby. (gasps) Yeah. Next person I date is going to be a fucking dime. The the men in Utah are wild and man, they're, they're very, they just, like they shoot right their shot they do like it, I emily and i do that no they do not emily and i walk into utah and it's like i they i secondly cross have my border, fucking man. wedding ring on and they're like are you single and i'm like, like well no but um, like and they're like do you want to date anyways i'm like no probably yeah. not and you know what so and they're like well let me know disre- if you want to yeah so far <laughs> it hasn't even been disrespectful it's yeah it's been like very respectful being hit on all the yeah, time damn like if yeah. you're if you're looking for a man ladies walk into utah because step over the line utah men shoot their they shot they shoot their shot the they're not way, afraid yeah especially if you're like living living in idaho right now like Idaho men don't shoot their shot no, the way you, that they do in Utah. You're pretty sure that every single man in Idaho hates your fucking guts, but yeah, like Utah, they just do. Like, let me date both of you. So far, it's been nothing but respectful too. It's like, yeah, oh so- no, sorry, no, and they're like, oh. Okay, just had to try. You yeah, walk away. It's like so respectful. I'm not afraid. Yeah. I don't think you're following me. I don't me. think you're going to kill me. It's beautiful. That's the goal right God, there. It's like, really... just respectfully shoot your shot. And when you get rejected, take it like a champ just and walk go. away. And then we're going to sing dream. your praises on our podcast. Look at okay. Yeah, look at them. Go yeah. Utah, go. Thank you for the confidence boost of comparing me to Maddie in any plausible that's way. what i'm fucking saying like i that's that was like the yeah. biggest flex i've like fucking went and put it. that in my fucking instagram bio like by the way i'm about <laughs> to babe <laughs> like i'm about to people some people like instagram bio like emily bordon some people think i'm as hot as at maddie gervais <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's my instagram bio oh god i'm gonna una reverse it in mine um okay <laughs> so i have i have this story about okay um a young william marshall that i only like really saw in one source and so i'm gonna give it to you mm. on the off chance that maybe the armored combat people listening already know about him maybe you haven't heard this Ooh, this story. could be like a new little god Please, I really, I really hope so. Hang with us. So he admitted later in life that he was a pretty lazy teenager. Uh, when he was living with his cousin uncle uh, he was like really interested into like sleeping and eating teenage boy shit to the point where like his nickname among all of the other trainees was greedy guts like he would fucking like wake up and like hork down some food and like peace out and go to sleep that's that's it's me that's the hobbit life i'm dreaming of. i am he he is me Uh um he was like so fucking good at nighting though like just oh that's so annoying yeah that would be so annoying for the other people who are like working their fucking Mm -hmm. asses Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. and here is little nepo baby over here actually talented (laughs) yeah so annoying greedy guts yeah and he like literally every single thing that had to do with being a knight he was just a fucking natural it's annoyingly hot and so it's so annoyingly hot that Williams and daddy and Mm -hmm. so his uncle cousin was like hey you're good at shit i'm gonna set you up son here is one he is handing this to him fully trained war horse fully trained war horse oh my god here's a sword here's full chain mail 
Here's full plated armor. Here's a fucking jousting lance. Here's a helm. Here's a shield. He was literally set the fuck up here. Okay, don't lazy this away, my guy. Right. And I do have a photo. I'm going to post this again from Alex the History Guy. Of, of of a reenactment of knights from this time. This is what William Marshall would have looked like. This is what he would have been wearing. So I'm going to show it to Emily, but I'm going to describe it a little bit first, just what the knights are wearing, and then I'm going to hand it to you and see okay. what you notice about this. Okay. So they've got their lances, right? They are mounted on horseback. Um, these lances are handcrafted, hand-carved, handmade for this, for this moment. These lances take a long time to make. Um, so they're sitting there again, this is pretty far back in the day, right? So armor looks a little different. A lot of chain mail I'm seeing and their shields think of like, <laughs> this is, oh God. It's speaking of like the armor combat people, they're going to die. Think of like a crudely drawn bird beak from the side. <laughs> oh, so like, okay. <laughs> yeah, or like a pinball machine like flipper thing oh okay yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah um that's what these shields look like they're very narrow they're round at the top and like come down to a skinny point at the bottom weird Again, i'm gonna show emily so she can give you another one oh so they have cool they have those long helmets on with like the nose guard going down the middle and what do you <gasps> you know what of the idaho armored combat of the that team shout out hey, hey. William, William, How's that nose guard thing. Fucking William, William, William. Whoa. Of course he does. At William, sending this to him. William. Um, I now truly understand what you're saying about the shields. I don't know <laughs> why I was picturing them to be like thick, like the shields, <laughs> like like the pinball thing. I expected oh. it to be like a foot thick. No, it is. It's just the shape. It's, it's still sh- flat. It's a flat shield. I yeah. don't know what is wrong with my brain right now. No, that was fine. a terrible description. Um, no, no. Like, that is literally exactly what it is. Like, pointy, rounded at the top, comes back. Like, it's very thin. Like, it's a thin, but, like, you can see how it, like, fit on someone's arm really well. Right. Right? Like, and it's easy to maneuver around. You can, like, put your elbow up to, like, completely block yourself sideways. You can put your arm down to kind of... No, this makes sense, like, logistically. Right. And they have the cute little stripies on them, too. And I love a cute little stripey. And also the horses are adorable. I love them. Yeah, so here's the thing about the horses. Um, Notice how the horses have no armor. I did notice that, No protection. They're looking real bare. They're looking real bare. They're babies. That's that's what was happening right now. So... I hate that. Yep, they're... They're not going to protect your babies. Well, they couldn't because at the time... They did not have the means to make like that broad of a sheet of like metal the like that. Eleven hundred. This correct. is knights have just started. Like this, really. Uh-huh. I'm gonna talk a little bit about like exactly where this whole glorified knight thing came from. But like this is a very new concept, okay. and so they did not have the the technology to blacksmith like that much me- yeah. sheets of metal at a time to they protect, a protect horse. their horses. They're worried about their horses. This right. is the way I'm thinking about it to make myself feel better. They're worried about their well, they are because they're fucking expensive. And they're also expensive, and, like, and also they, is... they've bonded with them on a very personal. They have the those bond are their babies between humans and horses. You guys, it has really only been like the past 100 years that we have stopped riding horses as a species. You know, like yeah. like human beings have been with horses for thousands and thousands. Just of years. the way that like yeah, we have felt about like dogs. 
you know, yeah. the way we've domesticated dogs and yeah. domesticated cats. Yeah, yeah. And the way, like, the bond between, like, humans and these, like, specific types of animals. It's so beautiful. It's so cute. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I was having a rough day yesterday, and my cat literally would not leave me alone. She, like, fucking knew. She kept trying to climb on me, and I was like, I don't want to be touched right now. I'm touched out. And she was like, absolutely fucking not. I am a cat. I'm a domesticated cat. And I have been generations of us knowing, like, baby, you need me. Like, I'm going to climb on you, and I'm going to rub my snotty little nose all over your chin and try to make you feel better. It worked. It worked. She did it. It worked. She knows your recipe. That's what you needed. Yes, exactly. So he's in Normandy at this time. And... Normandy is going to get in a little bit of a dispute with neighboring provinces right now. So his uncle cousin has this big fortified castle in Normandy mm-hmm. and things are going to kind of pop off. We don't know what why this dispute between provinces came about. Yeah. It just did. Normandy just loves chaos, I guess. They love chaos. They love some historical chaos. Yeah, they're like, uh-oh. Yeah, like listen, I'm bored. Much worse is to Let's come, fight you. Bros. Yeah. Um, so William at this point is a fully trained knight, and he's part of his uncle cousin's retinue for <laughs> protecting his castle. I have yeah. uncle written down here the whole time, but it's his mom's cousin, so I'm just No, I like that. uncle cousin that uncle like, cousin. honestly has weirdly clarified things to me. So like yeah. I like it. It's a, I feel that. like it's relatable. Yeah, thank you. So he's part of his uncle cousin's retinue to protect his house right so it's fucking go time like this is a fucking armored dispute it's william's first shot at being a knight emily come on william how do you think it's gonna go do you think he's gonna be good right out of the shoot do you think he's gonna need some practice give me a guess give me a guess here's the thing okay here's my thoughts Mm -hmm. he's shown the talent he's got the talent Mm -hmm. but talent is nothing without the practice and he is known to be very very lazy so I, I have hope for William. I think that he will, I mean, you're telling a story about him. I think he's going to go on to do great things. I don't know if we're going to start off on the right foot, but I, I hope we do. Mm-hmm. I have hope. Um, I'm hoping for the best. I'm expecting the worst at this point is what I'm going to say. That is perfect. That's how you okay. should go into this. Okay, yeah. I should I should clarify. Um, this was my bad. He was a lazy student when it came to like studying and like schoolwork okay but, but when like it came the to the nighting of it he, yeah. he did well like he just he okay. he just, actually worked hard at it yeah he didn't okay. fucking care about any of the other stuff because there was a lot that came mm. with knights at this time he learned how to read and write he probably he most likely knew how to write latin uh read latin mm. like he had to learn that kind oh of stuff God. and he did he when just you're in college and you have to take all these fucking extra and you're like oh my god what is the fucking point i don't need this to be a doctor or whatever no i want to go smash metal over another man's head like Like, that's what i'm in for why do yeah why do i need to know latin for this yeah why do i need to know how to read and write that's that's where he was at (laughs) why do i need to know how to do mathematics yeah or know astrology well (laughs) (laughs) everyone needs to know astrology yeah come on yeah um so his uncle cousin sends him (laughs) and some other knights about 55 miles away from their castle to deal with this invasion yeah, in his uncle's lands, right? Like, get out of here. Go go solve it. Go forth. Mm-hmm. So here's their plan, right? So the Normans, William's side, he's mm-hmm. on the Norman side, 
Um, they're just, they're going to get there. They're going to get there where the issue is and they're going to wait until everyone else gets there, right? Yeah. Like there's other retinues coming from different areas. They're going to sit there. They're going to kind of, you know, chill out, wait for everyone to get there. And then they're all going to like get together and like press this attack on the enemy, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, the enemy was like, oh, they're probably going to sit there and wait for everyone else to get here and we can't let that happen. We're going now. Oh, yeah. So the enemy attacks before they could even, like, get their bearings. So the Normans, the defense, our team's playing defense right now. They're yeah. in their own land, right? Yeah. Um, they stay real calm. And they're like, okay, we're going to pick 28, 28 of our knights to leave the safety of our fortress and engage the enemy outside of our walls. 28 of you are fucking going out there. William's one of them. Let's Come on, William. fucking go. So William gets the word that he's one of this 28 and he's like fucking ready. Yes. Oh god, we need I like the confidence. No, he's like I picture he's like fucking like beating his chest and shit. Like he's fucking like ready to go. Like daddy. Yeah, and so he's he's in line with his other knights. They're headed out. They're going into enemy territory. He's eager. He's a little too eager. He keeps breaking formation. He keeps pulling ahead a little bit, pulling ahead to the point where he's kind of getting in trouble for it. Like his commander's like, hey, get in formation. We know you're fucking ready to go, but like we've got to, like we're in formation for a reason, you know, like you can't, and he just like can't help it. He just wants to like fucking get in there and go. Hoping for the best, expecting the worst. He gets his chance. Because he's staying in formation, he's trying, he's he's reining it back. But all of a sudden, right in front of them, there is a small band of enemy knights. And they're like walking up this small street right towards them, right? And so at this point in history, um, when you're a knight and you're going down a street and then there's opposing knights coming towards you, you all just fucking charge each other. Like, that's what you're doing. Like, there's no other option. We're all just running at each other and hoping for the best. So both sides fucking go at each other. And the sound of this clash, this metal on metal, this, the horses, the yelling, the adrenaline of like all of these men, the pain from this brute force that they're taking, bodies hitting the floor. This sound was described by contemporary sources as the sound of God's thunder. Like this meeting right here, like just fucking started this whole thing. And William is owning face. Like William! he's in there. He goes into this initial charge with his war lance because they've got war lances. Okay. Like this is not just like it will get into it a little bit later when we talk about the tournaments, but like this isn't just like we're lining up for a joust. No, this was like part of war. Like you charge at each other with like, fucking we're, lances. We're fucking killing each other. Yeah. yeah. So he lances the shit. God. The idea of like just like using a lance like in battle. No, I know. No, I know. I don't They're terrifying enough, yeah. like No, yeah. For funsies. For funsies. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. So he lances the shit out of his opponent. And then after that, he goes in with his sword. And he is, like, he's on his horse. And he's, like, hacking at these people with his sword. And he has this really vicious, like, downward, like, 
slash with his sword that he's going to become really known for. Like, it's just this ruthless fucking, like, hammering. I know, I know. Emily's, like, biting her lips, same. Like, I fucking sploosh. How am I supposed to get through this episode with my panties around my ankles? <laughs> um, so through, babe, because I want to hear more. Yeah. So he's fucking shit up, right? But this is a hard battle. There's only 28 of them out there, right? Mm-hmm. So the Normans are struggling, like, his, William's side is struggling. He's doing great, but this isn't great. And this battle's going on hours and hours. And then sometime in the afternoon, William, like, kind of, you know, picks his head up from his downward slashes and looks around. And he's like, oh, um, I'm alone. Like, my whole fucking side retreated and just left me oh, here. Oh, no. And, like, they told him. They're like, hey, retreat. Like, go back. Like, we're, we're doing stuff. He's, he didn't hear it. He's William in the fucking zone. William has an ADHD hyperfocus. <clears throat> um, he didn't hear. William, He's I, in it. I know you're going to ask later. I'm just going to tell you now. Um, my guess is a Sagittarius. William Marshall is a Sagittarius. Yes. Uh, that is my guess. Because this is absolutely giving power signs. Sag vibes, yeah. We yeah, know this. Yeah. I don't. I'd say, uh, but Sag has an extra layer of chaos. Extra layer of chaos. Yes. He's got so, no, some. that absolutely makes sense His moon and rising has something that's very charismatic and charming. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, no offense to Sagittarius's, but, like, charisma probably isn't your thing. Because you're just a you're in your face it's fun we love you oh but God, like so fucking fun a lot of people really love william like we'll but see like later he's got like, charm aspect right. like yeah. comes from another yes sign. it's like, like this serene kind of charm yes. but like his fucking sun sign i okay. go with sagittarius real quick mm. though like just going on an astrology side tangent really quick mm-hmm. okay Fire sign, we know. The chaotic fire sign is Sagittarius. Water sign, we know that the chaotic water sign is Scorpio. Yes. Chaotic earth sign, I would say, is Taurus. Correct, yeah. Okay. What are we going to say for chaotic air sign? Is it, do you think it's Gemini? Chaotic, yeah. Yeah. I'm specifically thinking chaotic. Yeah, specifically chaotic, Scorpio. I would say Gemini, yeah. 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 Ka- Geminis are, like, just known for chaos, really. I do. I would say... I love their chaos. I, would... I love a Sagittarius, love a Scorpio. Like, I love the chaos. Yeah, yeah. that's my fire sign, baby. It's so fun. I would say... it. it some spice That life. one threw me off because I would, like, we're the Scorpios, the outlier of water signs. And exactly. the Taurus is the outlier of earth signs. I would say Aquarius is the outlier oh, of air signs, but they're not chaotic, chaotic at all. Geminis are... Outlier- Liar with to chaos. me because Aquarius is the earth sign of the air sign to me. Yep. They're very closed off yep. and a little, mm-hmm. they can come off a little cold, like to be by themselves For where sure. air signs are very, ah, exactly. all the time, you know? Yeah. But Geminis are pretty much linked with chaos and I'm, my God, I love a Gemini. I love them. And I, I love, love them. I love a dash of chaos. Jesus man. God. Like everyone needs a healthy dash of chaos. You need, you need that chaotic sign in your life. Yeah. You're going to love William Marshall, because I'm so sure he's a Sagittarius. He's such a Sagittarius. So he looks up, he sees that he is literally alone behind enemy lines right now, and he's outside of his fortress, right? And so he's, like, just fucking unfazed. He yeah. looks around, he's like, okay, I'm out here. Um, Fuck it. Like, I'm not going Confidence back. Confidence of a fire sign, baby. He just, like, 
gets his horse going. He charges through the streets at full speed, yelling, Tarkhamville, Tarkhamville, like his uncle cousin's name. Ooh! And this is like, his boys hear this and it like fucking pumps them up. They're like turning their horses around. They're like, no, William's fucking going there. Like, let's go. Like, Tarkhamville, Tarkhamville. Like, yeah, let's William's fucking go. so hot. William's so hot, dude. Um, William's so hot. <laughs> so they are all fucking pumped up. He's getting his boys pumped. They charge back in there, following him in, oh, like, I to these streets, just going. Yeah, okay. So this tactic, like, worked really well, right? He got people back in. They're fucking shit up again. So this is where the chaos kind of takes over, William. This is where we needed to pump oh, the brakes. William, oh, no. He oh, goes, buddy. like, he goes a little ham. Um, he he keeps trying to, like, re essentially like back up and redo this charge to keep rallying more people and it's and it's not working so oh, oh it was kind of like embarrassing it was i mean i shouldn't say it wasn't working it was working however his rallying took him around a corner and right into 13 flemish soldiers did i mention <gasps> we're fighting flemish people here we are so he turns a corner around 13 flemish soldier and he gets his ass kicked pretty good um, he was, quote, barbed on a thatching hook. Um, Everything about that sounds horrifying. Yeah. I would simultaneously like to know no more and everything more. Yep. Um, I can, uh, hopefully I remember to post a photo of a thatching hook. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, it's not like, barbed. you know. Barbed. He got, he got stuck a little bit on, on a thatching hook. So he's very hurt. Um, the worst part is his very, 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 is a trigger warning to me, mostly. His very, very, very expensive, very, very well-trained war horse was just slaughtered. Like, gone. Yeah. Um, his armor's fucked. Like, he also, like, I mean, this is all very bad. Um, he also did not take a single hostage or any loot. This is a big problem because at this time, knights are new, right? Like this yeah. is a new profession. This is a newer thing. The king's not paying you. The way you're getting paid is like, you've got to loot those bodies, man. Like you've got to take their shit. You have to take hostages and yeah. ransom them. This is what's pulling your money. Yeah, this how is many how you're getting paid. Have you played? You've got to loot those bodies. You've got to loot the fucking body, yeah. William. And he didn't do any of that. He was just like fucking hacking people to death and oh, like no. just leaving them there. No, 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 no. So this is, this is bad. Yeah. Um, so he gets back. His ass is kicked. His horse is dead. His armor's shit. Uh, no hostages. No money. He's got nothing. And he comes rolling back into camp. And uh, the battle... <laughs> this is so anticlimactic. I guess this period in northern France was kind of a mess. But this whole skirmish was essentially nothing. It lasted a day and then dissipated into nothing. But this was a big deal for William um, because he gets back to his uncle cousin's castle fortress and um you know everyone like is going through everything that happened and his uncle's like hey his uncle cousin excuse me it's like hi i'm making some changes and you're one of them um i'm cutting down the size of my retinue and you went fucking rogue and i can't take that chance again you cost me a whole bunch of money like I, you didn't even take any hostages like i heard you did a good job and you have potential here but i can't keep you and so now, fucking what? He gets kicked out of this castle in Normandy. And he was a Napo baby, and he's and he still baby. He he's went still got fired. To Rogue. Yeah, he went to Rogue. Um, so I mean, 
What's the next step for a unemployed knight? He's been knighted. He is a knight. Become a mercenary. No, the tournament circuit. Oh, okay. Go into the tournament circuit. Even better. Less dangerous. Love it. Oh, man. I mean, no. I take that back. More yeah. dangerous. <laughs> yeah, actually, a mercenary might be the, like, honestly safe safe way to go. I but. loved the mercenary suggestion. Oh, my God. William, William just, like, going off and, like... As a mercenary? Like, like that's toxic and hot. Being, like, the, so like, ranger in the corner of the pub, you know, with, like, his hood on and shit. But, like, he's gonna fuck you up. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, we make eyes uh, across the across pub. The pub. <laughs> we just know. We know. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're not making love, baby. We're fucking. We're fucking tonight. <laughs> Um, yuck, yuck. Um, yes, also, I hope none of my family members are listening to this episode. Also, none of my episodes ever. Yeah. Family, don't listen family, to this Family, don't listen to this. You don't, you don't need to listen to it. Yeah, this isn't for you. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go off about the tournaments of the day because I think it's so fucking cool. And it's very relevant to William's story because the tournament circuit is how he made his claim to fame. Like, Ooh, okay. this is yeah. where he fucking came up. Yes. And it's just, it's really fucking cool. So tournaments were like super exciting, really dangerous at yeah, the time. It's yeah. like a very extreme sport. Um, you know, there's warfare. There's this chivalric display, of course. But, but I mean. still fucking get hurt. Oh, yeah. This is, this is scary. So um, to quote, again, our very good friend. Alex, the history guy, personal friend. We know him on a first name basis. Alex underscore the underscore history underscore guy. I think. I don't know, actually. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Just type but, in like Alex, the history guy on Instagram. It'll pop up. You'll find him. He also has like a really great YouTube channel. He's an apprentice as an armorer, like a medieval armorer. All of their techniques are like super, you know, legit. Really, He's a really reenactor cool. yeah. in England. He's the fucking source here. His YouTube's great. You should check it out. If you do, say Spill the Mead sent you. So he oh my God. Uh, yeah. takes me out, seriously guys. as a yeah. person. Um, <laughs> but anyways, this next little bit is coming from him. So after the Norman invasion of England in 1066, this this idea of horsemanship and mounted combat like became all the rage like it was that invasion where people were like holy fucking shit like all of these tales from this is cool yeah all of the tales of the cavalry charges at hastings were coming out and these were spearheaded by these valiant knights you know like charging into battle and like these stories spread all across britain and mainland europe and people were like all fucking about it which same same I would agree, yeah. So at William's time, um, most of these tournaments were taking place in northern France. It was pretty dangerous. England was a little like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't do that here. France is like, fucking come here and die. Be a man. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So France is kind of the place. So on several acres in northern France, think the number I was seeing was about 30 acres or so. Europe's elite warriors would meet up on a regular basis to compete and show off their skills. So the main difference between tournaments back then Mm -hmm. and what we would know them as now, or even, you know, in the later, you know, like in the 1500s and that kind of thing, the biggest difference was jousting was not one-on-one. 
What? No. Jossie, get this. What? Yeah. So What the fuck was it then? The way these tournaments worked were hundreds, sometimes thousands, of mounted knights carrying war lances would square up and no. charge into each other. Yeah. No. So Ooh, they, no teams? They, there were teams. I love it and I hate it. So That's terrifying mm, and also fucking cool. Knights would arrive from all corners of Europe. Spain, oh Scotland, England, <gasps> France. And they would form teams to compete. Usually, like, you know, you would come with your team. But some people went solo and got, like, put into teams, right? So in this, in this battle... Mm-hmm. You're, it's pretty much, this whole thing is thought of as like a training method for war, right? Okay. A death isn't super common. It did happen sometimes, but most often you're getting broken teeth, broken bones, like that kind of no thing. Coming out of these tournaments. It's not for a night. They're like, oh, my teeth are broken, fucking whatever. Right? It's not a big deal for a night. It's not. Pain, who's she? Pain, I don't know her. She? And when I do, she's my friend. Yeah, exactly. God. So broken teeth and broken bones were like the typical thing. But again, this was a good thing because this was considered training for war, right? There was a 12th century, so contemporary to our time here, chronicler that wrote, quote, A youth must have seen his blood flow, felt his teeth crack under his adversary's blows, and been thrown into the ground 20 times, only then will he be able to face real war. No, I love that because I do think that, like, someone who's been through this shit is much more likely to, like, face battle and be like, let's fucking let's go. go. Right. Rather yeah. than being like, oh, God, oh this God. is the first time that I've ever experienced any of this before and now I'm going to turn and run away. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. You need some sort of experience and this makes sense. Right. Like, D-Day comes to mind for me. Like, that yeah. was a lot of fresh people that you just threw on that beach Listen, and said, run into bullets. Good luck. We've and been talking about Normandy a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, Normandy is heavy on the mind. So there were very few rules to this whole thing, kind of like in real war. But the prize was pretty much whatever ransom could be extracted from capturing other knights, princes, and noble in these fights. Because again, teams are showing up. Like there's princes showing up. There's nobles. Like there's people coming to these fights and like they all have a different price on their head. And so where William failed in that first battle, he's going to learn really quick that in tournaments, you've got to capture these people. You've got to, like this is how you make your money. So the way that this works at the time is you're simulating battle, right? So you're each going to line up. You're going to be mounted on your horses with your war lances. And you're going to fucking run at each other. Mm -hmm. And after that, you're going to kind of wheel back around. We'll talk about a little more. Don't worry. And then you're going to like kind of break out into this like free melee kind of thing. Yeah. Like regroup, repeat until one side loses. So... Just some definitions. Um, our armored combat people know this, but if in case you don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some definitions right now. So melee is a term for a type of mock combat in medieval tournaments. So exactly what we're talking about. Pretty much two teams, either on foot, on horse, clash in formation right. with the aim of throwing the enemy back or breaking their ranks. That is melee. In Middle High German. The term for this type of contest was Buhert. 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 
boo hurt. Boo hurt. I'm gonna like full transparency. We definitely like asked a friend who does <laughs> like, armor combat yeah. right before we recorded this. Called it. Yeah. Called like how do we? How say do you say it? it? <laughs> he told us. I'm saying it wrong. Fuck me in the face. Um, but like, it, it, boo hurt. Boo, boo hurt. hurt. Yeah. It, okay. It's how he says it. That's how he says it. So that term is related to the term meaning to push or collide with. Whereas melee is associated with the old French word meaning mix, right? yeah. So, like, the whole point here is you got two sides. You're running at each other and you're fucking shit up. Fair enough. That's where we're at. Um, Today, boo hurt. Boo hurt. Boo hurt. Boo hurt. Boo. It's Halloween. Boo hurt. Boo. Yeah. Boo. (laughs) Hurt. Um, (laughs) It's a modern full contact fighting sport with steel blunted weapons that are characteristic of the Middle Ages. Should be noted that back then their weapons were also blunted for these tournaments. Yes. Yeah. 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 The the aim wasn't to fucking murder each other. No, not quite. To practice and also have entertainment. Yeah. And like, you know, get get some money. Yeah. Uh, The codes of conduct regarding the, the jousting part, especially were like not established yet because again this is so new so the rules are ah, not not really there the lines between like a nice good-hearted sport and like an all-out fucking bloodbath are very blurred here Um, but over the next three centuries it's going to you know be refined to like more of a spectator sport before it all gets out of hand uh, I'm not going to go heavy into that because I'm. I want to do like a whole episode on like jousting and how it like oh my evolved god over because yeah, it's jousting. so fucking interesting. Jousting is so fucking cool. I know, God. I'm so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to talk too much about that now yeah. because it's coming later. But um, pretty much they were like. Eventually, they're going to turn from lethal free-for-alls into, like, this courtly spectacle. But that's not today. Today, it's a fucking bloodbath. Oh, yeah. So knights and nobles are going to gather to compete on horseback with lances, other weapons. They've got maces. They've got swords. They're looking to win fame, honor, prizes, whatever they can do. And like I said, there's not a lot of rule here. So, I mean, four or five knights could ambush one person. Like, they could order, like, their foot soldiers to, like, drag someone off a horse. Like, it's fucking whatever you want to do. It's unhinged. You know what else is unhinged? Sagittarius is, and also William. Yeah, bitch. So this is, like, the greatest match for him. Yeah. No one's yelling at him to get back in formation. He's going. Keep going. Just get the fucking job done. Yeah. So oh, God, this is, this gets my anxiety going so much. Yeah. This tournament circuit is high risk high reward oh god listen to this a losing knight has to forfeit their horse their armor their weapons as well as pay a ransom to their captors yeah jesus fucking anxiety right again this will change over time but what we're talking about right now that's with well, yeah high risk Whoa. high reward wow right? that's intense they yeah. really like were like no if you're a yeah. loser you're you're fucking a fucking loser. loser and like now what you yeah know? and now you're fucked and you're never coming back by yeah we want the best of the best mm-hmm. not you yeah uh, william is never gonna know that feeling because he's so fucking good at this yeah no that makes sense it was me. it was noted by several contemporary sources that he captured over a hundred nights in like two months of like a circuit training. Like he's just, he's killing the game. Like this whole tournament circuit was so brutal and got like so out of hand that the fucking church 
had to come in and step in and be a oh, buzzkill no, like the they church. like they usually are. They're like, Is listen, it the sin? yes, they're like these <laughs> tournaments are inventions of the devil. They're temptations to sin. And get this, okay. I don't care what your belief system is. You can't tell me that this is is not the most hypocritical fucking thing. Isn't fun? No, no, no. That's <laughs> also. But like, listen to how fucking hypocritical. <clears throat> it's a temptation to sin and distraction from crusading, because it's like totally fine to sin and kill people if it's in the name of God, but just doing it for fun. Like this is such a waste of time. You should all be out dying in the crusades right now. So there's that. Huh? They hated it so much that any knight that was killed in a tournament, because again, it did happen, they were completely forbidden to be buried on holy ground. For example, this shows how brutal these tournaments are. Remember when I said that death wasn't very common? Broken teeth, broken bones, right? Yeah. That's a very true statement. Death was not very common. However, the source I have says like 60 in one tournament alone were slain so i don't know if that was like a, a high number for that, that was tournament like, oh but like but like there was specifically a tournament there was one s- specific oh tournament where that's 60 crazy. people died whether that's high or low it doesn't matter that's a fucking no lot and like and by the standards of the day death was not super common back then but again you had thousands of people squaring up so what yeah. 60 right yeah however that's 60 souls that are not allowed to be buried in the church oh like this is God. huge yeah that's then, right? really really bad yeah this is why england kind of banned them at one point right uh, and france france was the place france england, was the place to that go that is not very cash money it's not super cash money but france mm-hmm. again was like hey france is coming in clutch come be naughty come be naughty here yeah i i mean we just got done with ren fair where we're playing italians during a time where they were at war with the French so Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. spent so much time bashing the French that it's weird for me to say yeah but go French go French in this case yeah we need (laughs) need the tournaments thank you so these tournaments would go on throughout the entire year except for Lent can't do it during Lent of course not and I thought that this was so interesting they were normally held on Mondays and Tuesdays it's not interesting. That is interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, any day was fair game except for Fridays and Sundays. Absolutely not. No. But not the party days. Mondays and Tuesdays were like the tournament days. That's I don't know. so random. I, d- I know. I fucking okay. love that. Yeah. Um, the site where the tournament was going to be held was announced about a fortnight before. So mm-hmm. that's when everyone heard where, where they were going to go. And all of these knights would show up for what was called the long séjour, which was tournament season. Oh, yeah. I want to go to tournament season so bad. Emily. Past life, Emily and Maddie were so in we were. tournament season. We were like all year like, oh, my God. But when is it tournament season? When is it season? tournament season? Yeah. We had like... I'm going to post photos for this episode of Emily and I sitting our princess fucking asses in the royalty tent at the armored combat, living our best fucking lives. Because this is what we've done in past lives. That's what we've done in past lives. That's what we were doing here. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what, that's. It feels so natural. It's so natural. Except for the fact that like, it is not very ladylike of us, the way that we scream and shout (laughs) and the way that we sit. Like I'm supposed to be a fucking princess and I'm like. 
elbows on knees, like, <laughs> Lean, so fucking in it. Over, yeah. yeah, leaning all the way forward to be able to see every goddamn thing I can. I said a swear really loud to the point where, like, the king had to be, like, La Principessa. <laughs> like, get your shit together. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, yep, yeah, sorry. Yep, nope, but that's... It was fun. a hard hit, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, shit. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. Oh, God, this is why, like, we have a great time when we, like, go to other rim fairs where we're not casts because we can just stand right at the list and, like, and be like... Be ourselves fuck em up. oh literally yelling like fuck em up. yeah love it yeah people people love and then us. other people are like yeah this is utah we're yeah we have to stop cussing we're a lot of fun alcohol is not allowed at this red bear <laughs> it is if you bring it in a boot and your flask that is true sneaking is is allowed if you don't get caught that's it we're chock full of good advice so the tournament would start on a field outside of some principal settlement right and there's spectators there they're showing up to watch so they kind of like set it up like i don't know if this was like a maui kid thing but like did you in junior high or elementary school play like really fucking intense capture the flag ever um i did uh summer camp actually okay Oh, wait. Oh, man. Maui people, like 90s Maui kids, sound off. You guys remember Giggle Hill? We Giggle had, Hill? Giggle Hill. We had a whole fucking hill where it was a paintball. It was a paintball hill just like in the middle of nowhere. It was shirts and skins fucking capture the flag oh, Jesus. with paintball guns. And it was like... <gasps> with paintball yeah. guns? Yeah. And you would like hide these flags like... Fi- Part of it had to be visible. There were rules, but people would like bury it with like one corner segment or like put it up in a tree. Like it was oh so, my God, I it was love that literal energy. fucking warfare. Dude. Yeah, like I love we that. like had shit smeared on our face. Like we weren't oh fucking Oh my around. God. Okay. No, summer camp, we went fairly intense because it was girls versus boys. And so you have to, but no, it was not that level. Not that level. It, no, it was not it, paint on the face. Not, not paintball. Jesus. Ow. Paintball. Yeah. Ow. No, it fucking sucked. But, I mean, it didn't. It was great, you know. But that's pretty much, like, the, this was intense. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So, the tournaments. Um, yep. On the day of the event. Oh, my God. I love this so much. So, it's the day of the tournament. And both sides would, like, get up, like, parade around and, like, do their war cries and stuff. Yeah. Like, which is so fucking sexy. Yes. And if they're... They would have smaller individual jousts sometimes but it was pretty much only for like the very young new knights that you know just to kind of give them a little a little taste that wasn't the main event the main event happened in the mid-morning when it was time for the fucking charge so at the signal which was a bugle or a herald's cry whatever it was yeah the two sides of Mm -hmm. hundred thousand however big the tournament is knights would level out their lances and fucking run full blast at each other this horse these horses aren't wearing armor i just want to oh, remind you yeah. of that no i hate that so Stop reminding me it makes my heart hurt no i know babies sweet babies so you charge at each other right yeah you're on horseback got your lance the name of the game this first go round here is stay on your fucking horse. Okay. Like, that's it. If you did stay on your horse after this initial charge, what you would do is you would turn quickly, right? So you would plow into these people, drop whatever is left of your lance, and turn your horse around, which is where the word tournament comes from. <gasps> Love that. 
Oh my God. And then from that point, you're going to turn your horse around as fast as you can, try to get back to your formation. And now it's a head hunt. You're going to single out one person and you're going to go for him. So (laughs) I know it's like, it's so so exciting. Yeah. There is evidence that there were squires there present who were like standing at the list to like offer up like replacement lances if need be like that kind of thing. Usually only up to three though. And so, like, you could, if you wanted to, you could drop your lance, run back to your squire, get it, charge again. What Alex, our personal friend, told me was, and this is really interesting, um, because I, I asked him, I was like, at what? So at some point, you're off of your horse and you're all down, like, on on foot, right? Like, yeah. and you're battling it out. Like, at what time? Like, at what point? When does that happen? Yeah. Are you, yeah. like... Yeah, I think it's like about I'm good with my horse now. Of, yeah, yeah, like when Charlie does that happen? Joe, my horse. So not everyone is on horses. What the horses are doing in actual warfare? Um, again, tournaments were supposed to simulate warfare. Right, However, yeah. his knowledge right now is coming from actual medieval warfare. Mm-hmm. But we can use deductive reasoning to right. you know kind of think that they were doing the same thing. But he was saying, and this makes so much sense to me now that like. The horses were pretty much there to like, he used the word harass people. They're to cause chaos. They're to like fuck up your lines. Like just make it hard for you. You know, like throw off your ranks. Like you're kind of chopping at people. Like it definitely wasn't the end all be all, but it's creating fucking chaos. Right. And so then you can have your guys like come, you know, back around and like. Oh my gosh. Just from watching what we have watched of Boohart, like Maddie and I, there are so many times where like, we're watching a melee and there's like two groups of people that like split off and are having these intense fucking fights. Yeah. Like two people on three people God. or one or like whatever. And literally we're sitting there like heads like going back and forth and back and forth <laughs> yeah. and back and forth, like trying to watch everything that's going on. Yeah. Imagine this chaos. No, like, I know. Trying to catch everything. Fucking Trying chaos. to absorb it all. But there's so much going on. There's so much going on. And in the middle of all this, right? So like you're trying to take people off their horses or whatever, but you've got to make that money. You've got to take ransoms. You've got to stay up. You've got to keep your shit together. Don't get captured, right? So again, this is over several square miles. And most tournaments continued until both sides were either exhausted or until the sun went down. Yeah. So this is like an all-day thing. Yeah. Some ended earlier if one side broke in the charge, panicked, ran, like yeah. any of that, uh-huh. you know. Um, but for the most part, they went until there was a clear winner. Or until Jeez. the light faded yeah. and they would count up people and see who won. Oh my God. And at the end of the tournament, whoever was hosting the patron of the day would offer this huge lavish banquet and like all these <gasps> entertainments. to be that patron. I want to go to the fucking after party so bad. That I sounds want, so fun, dude. I want to be the daughter of a rich merchant yep. of history. Yep. yep. And I want dad to host this to be the patron because yep. rich merchant yeah yeah i want him to host that maddie's my sister yep and we're fucking going to these parties we're going to these we parties. watched the tournaments they were fun yeah and yeah like that's that's what was going on here i also like at the end of ren fair like our idaho ren fair i like we just need to have like a massive after party like why, why are we doing have that, that? That's Every what I'm saying. Every fair needs to have. Yeah, like closing party. day, all of the vendors, all of the cast, <gasps> all of the people. The vendors are so fucking the fun. The vendors are so fucking fun, I want to be dude. friends with 
every vendor. Like, all of the vendors, all of the entertainment people, all the combat people, all of, like, the behind-the-scenes oh people just get together and fucking like rally, man. So, at the end of these after parties, prizes were offered to the best knight on both sides. Mm-hmm. And were they were awarded, like, during these meals, usually by, you know, a beauty. By a, by a little, yeah. you know, a pretty tournament girl. Oh, you go pretty tournament girl. I want to be the pretty tournament girl I so bad. her. Um, so, William Marshall is doing tournaments. So, he's going across Europe for about 20 years. And he's defeating over 500 knights, winning tournament <sighs> after tournament after tournament. He's William. a literal superstar. Yeah. Like, people are like, William fucking Marshall, the tournament god. Oh, God. William's so, getting the good post. William's getting all like he's taking down so much like nerd chotch right now it's unbelievable yeah and so by 1170 he is like the most popular professional tournament knight that there is and he has like pretty much legendary wealth right because remember you capture one knight you get their horse, horse their armor their weapon and a ransom they lose it all to you. And he's captured uh, yeah. over 500. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was thinking, I kept thinking of, like, oh, no. These poor knights are losing so much. I forgot about the fact that the winner gains mm-hmm. so much. So he's, like, fucking rich as shit now, right? Like, he's Power killing the him. game. Power yeah. to him. So he has this, like, combination of this physical strength. This horsemanship, this prowess with a lance, like he's good at it, yeah. you know? He's excellent with a sword and mace. His leadership skills are off the fucking chart, and he's a cunning motherfucker. So he has literally, literally fought his way to the top of this new profession. One of his big moves, like his favorite move that he would do in these tournaments, is he would just like go charging in. And he would ride right up next to his opponent, grab the fucking reins of their horse out of their hands, guide the horse off to the side, person still on there, and like drag him off of his fucking horse, say, give me your horse, armor, weapons, all of this shit, like all of whatever, you know, like I can ransom you off right now. If you give it all to me, you can get back out to the fight if you want, or you can just like sit here for like the end of the time. Like he would just straight up right up that again god like picturing power picturing the chaos here like these i mean they're you know shoulder to shoulder with like all these other horses but like here comes fucking william like squeezing his way in grabbing the reins out of your head you think he's gonna like fucking hit you no he just like snatches them reins and and that horsey is his now oh yeah the horse is like okay daddy we go off to the side yeah me yeah here i go tag yourself in this entire episode i'm the horse Another favorite tactic he had was he would take his small, like, squadron of people and he's like, hey, don't go yet. We're going to hang back. We're going to let people get a little tired. And also, I'm going to sit back here and survey the scene. And I'm going to pick it because he's too good at this now. He's like, I'm not just going to fucking go charging in there and get what I get. No, I'm going to let other people charge in there. And I'm going to see where the most important people are, where the highest ransomers are, who has the best shit. And I'm going straight for them, right? So he'd wait until they get a little tired out and headhunt he would headhunt whoever the most important person was get that ransom and go william is a sagittarius Mm -hmm. william is a slytherin Mm -hmm. oh 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He's a cunning motherfucker. He mm-hmm. was thinking ahead. So, okay, I'm going to get back to William's life now. I just thought, I don't know, the tournaments, that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like, that is like, what the fuck? Like, armored combat people listening to this, if you're still here, um, like, would you do that? Like, I genuinely want to know, like, yeah. if that was what it was like now, like, if that was a tournament is now, like, tactic? would you like, do that? Like, yeah. or is it just like a mono a mono like man to man you gotta go yeah Yeah, or like this this whole thing is like it's this huge game of chess pretty much like physical chess right but william's fucking killing it on the tournament circuit he's famous now so he is really well known he is entering a new phase of life in 1170 now because he is being appointed as a knight to the household of the young King Henry. Now, just to, I'm, this is spill the mead. We try to keep complicated politics and that kind of stuff uh, out of it. Um, that's hard to do here because this time is like so up in the air. I am going to mention, because if I don't, this will be even more confusing. Hang with me. So the young King Henry is crowned king at the age of 15 while his father is still alive. We have not come across Ooh, that yet in this yeah, podcast. Um, it's going to prove to be a bit of a mess. You know, maybe that's why they didn't go on with this. I don't yeah. know. Again, I'm trying to skip over most of that, but it is very relevant because now our man, Sir William Marshall, is employed by the crown and the crown is going to shift powers here a few times. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, he is employed by... The king, okay. who is crowned king That's fucking by cool. his reigning father. That's pretty fucking cool. Yes, that was go something William. that they were doing right Again, now. go William. Yep. So he and this young king fucking vibe. Yes. Fucking vibe. Because oh, as it turns bros. out, this young king is like so into the tournament thing. Like that is like. Oh, his bread and butter, what he wants to do. And he's heard all about this famous William Marshall, who is now employed in his service. So what do they do? They fucking team up. And for the next 12 years, they are going to fight alongside each other in the tournament circuit and own motherfucking face. Oh my God. They build a team of 500 other knights, <gasps> the best of the best. And they go into these tournaments in Northern France and just fucking crazy crush everybody william and the king he is the crowned so king hot. it's so fucking hot so at this point again knights are the up and coming you know profession right right so you're more you're more than just a bodyguard like you are offering counsel like they are Ooh, trusting yeah. you with like with a lot with a lot of things right so It's William's job in this whole thing, not only to devise the team tactics, because that's his strong point. He Mm -hmm. is good at this, but he also is like the main protector of the young king because he's the most valuable one on the playing field right now. And everyone's coming for him to ransom him. He's fucking good. Yeah. So I mean, no one's getting him because William's like the last man standing in Uh between him and anyone else. So Mm -hmm. like he's good, right? So they're killing it. They are the team of teams, like going around, owning base, have this great dynamic. But here we go with some drama and speculation. And we don't know what happened here, but we can we can take a guess. So Henry and William, 
I going to have some major falling out? <gasps> oh, and no drama. one knows exactly why. But what we do know is Henry, the king, had a super hot wife. I was literally going to say, if I'm going to have to assume what their falling out was going to yeah. be, I'm going to say it was over a girl. It was, yeah, it was, it was over a girl. So rumors started going around that William banged Henry's oh my wife. God, I right? l- hate that. I love it. Yeah. I hate that. Don't do that. I love it. It's one of those things where there is absolutely zero proof that that happened. Um, Likely. I love to hear it. Likely it was people being jealous, people trying to like start that rumor. My personal opinion, again, we can all like there, you can look into this yourself. There's all kinds of theories out there. My personal opinion is I do not think that he slept with his friend's wife for a lot of reasons. Do you have an idea of what you think happened? Yes. So I, here's why I don't think that he did it. Yeah. Please explain that. Because of what happened afterwards. So he was not. Because I do love the drama of it. I have no like facts to back up. Like I just like, I like it because I like the drama. The drama. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. I think what it was, was people got jealous of this relationship people really hate it when and i don't care what point in history you're at right like if someone gets super super close to a king like people fucking hate that guy they hate him and so i think he had this hot wife and i think that people kind of started talking because he was not banished he was not punished what happened was henry kind of Put some distance between them. William banished himself. So he left. And what happens next is a bit of a throws a rake in it all. But I'm still going to stand by. I do not think. What we know of William going forward and his loyalties and the type of person that he is, it does not track. It does not track. And we're going to talk about who he's going to marry and his relationship with her later. And like, it doesn't track. I still love the drama of just the rumor itself. The rumor itself. And it was enough that it was so much that William was like, I have to dip out, man. Like, Ah, you can't ignore this. Like, yeah, like it it wasn't going away. Mm -hmm. So he makes up. A fucking choice um to go join the tournament team of philip of flanders in france oh so this is a rival team now here's the thing william marshall's big shtick is he is the greatest knight of all time his loyalty his loyalty is like this big thing we're gonna see crown's gonna pass so many different times he's gonna stick with the crown that's what he does this weird moment right here is the only time that it even slightly falters however he removed himself from court you know he took himself out of it because there was too much going on i don't count this as flip-flopping sides he was like giving no yeah, yeah. No, no no and this is made more clear because they do end up squashing the beef because henry's gonna get super sick and he's gonna be on his deathbed no 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 and, and when you know what's gonna reunite people die, dying dying yeah there it is uh-huh. so he's like or the threat of dying he's like i need william and yeah, William do. comes riding in. He's like, homie, like, I'm here. I've always like, cared for you, babe. Yep, and they're fine. Yeah, Again, I don't feel like if you, 
smashed his wife, he's gonna he's gonna do that. Like no, I feel like it was a I nasty rumor. Want to see the person like on my deathbed, the yeah. person who banged my spouse. No, you you want to see that best friend that like left to let the drama die down because you had too much going on. Like you were the fucking king and you and guys you like maybe this. you guys had a fight and that fucking sucked. That but fucking it wasn't sucks. like an end all be all like. I still care about you. Right. Like, I want you to like leave, leave, you no. know, like, no. And so Henry's friends. dying and he's like clutching William's hand and he's like, listen, oh. I need you to do this favor for me when I die. Okay. Here is my cross. I am assuming a necklace. That is an assumption of mine. Sure, sure. Um, that it could sense. be just like a small cross that you hold or like a rosary. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's a small object that is a cross. And He's like, William, I need you to take this to Jerusalem. Like, I need this to be in the Holy Land. Like, I need you to do wow, this for this me. this feels a little sabotage Like, I go on this long journey that could be dangerous. No, it wasn't. It was really pure. Was and okay, William was cool, like, cool. yes, I will do this for you. And so he takes this cross to the Holy Land. He's like, listen, um, new king, which is, you know, will like Henry's father now yeah. right I'm not gonna get super heavy into all the king's names and stuff it switches so much but it's so much yeah um he, he's like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the holy land and do this favor for your son so he goes to the holy land he ends up spending two years there fighting for the king of Gi of Jerusalem um as a Templar knight just like fucking crusading okay, sure um yeah he's just like he's just doing stuff so he returns to England after this, he he gets the cross there. He does Henry's dying wish. Mm-hmm. He did some, you know, knighting and whatnot, yeah. did some Templar shit, whatever. And he's like, well, I guess I should go back to England now. So in 1185, he gets back and he swears allegiance to, I'm sorry for the name repetition, but King Henry II. He is still the king. Right. Okay. Henry the <laughs> Third was the king that he was. Yeah, that was the falling out friend. Got it, we got are it, now got back got to Henry the Second. Yep. Daddy. Very confusing. Yes. Daddy king. So he gets back and he's like, Hey, you're the crown. Um, I'm a knight. For England, I'm swearing allegiance to you yeah, and I'm, I'm going to, to like, work for you and shit. I don't know. Can yeah. you like assign me to a job or something? <laughs> yeah. And Henry II's like, fuck yeah, I can because listen, I need you to be my loyal captain because my other son, Richard, is a fucking problem. And he's gone off the walls. Oh no. He is like rebelling against <gasps> me and I need you on my side. And yeah. William's like, yeah, let's fucking I got go. You. Yeah. Um, this is not good news because this Richard is going to go on to be Richard the First, the Lionheart. This is like, he's a big guy. So he <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. King Henry's like, okay, thank you. My son Richard's out of control. In return for your loyalty, I'm going to give you this royal estate in Cartmel in Cumbria. So this is a huge move up in the world. He is now a landowner. Um, the king has like gifted him land. Like this is a major step up for William here. So <laughs> this is this is crazy. I love this is probably my favorite part of the story, right here. So battle drama, right? During a skirmish in France. Man, France has the drama. Oh, thank you, France. We appreciate you, baby. In 1189, William comes face to face in France in a battle confrontation with Richard. The Richard. The problematic son. Richard I, the Lionheart, right? And 
Richard's his enemy. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Ooh. So what's he going to do, right? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. hard. You're employed by the crown. Like, yeah. what What are you going to do? Yeah, this so, is kind of like the son of your boss. Mm-hmm. And but also like, the son of your boss is a dick, apparently. He's, he's, a, he's a rebel. Apparently. So he does his typical William shit. He goes right up to him and he rips his ass right off of that horse. Like, pulls him down on the ground. Yeah, grab them reins, baby. Mm -hmm. He stands over him. He has his sword out. He's like, I could fucking kill you right here. Like, I could kill you right here. No one would do anything. Like, no one would know. For the next few minutes, I could end it all. Instead, trigger warning, I hate it. He turns around, slaughters his horse instead. I know, we hate it. But... He spared his life there, made a point that he Until didn't the have horse to. Thing? I know. Toxically yeah. hot. After the horse thing, like, very toxically not hot. Uh, yeah, no, I know. It's so noble, but, like, also kind of loyal. Like, what are we? I hate the animal yeah, abuse, but, like, yeah. I, uh, God, it's, it's, a, it's a hard it's, road. It's a part of the times and the battle. Goddamn. But <laughs> this is wild so this encounter happens william leaves he kills his horse makes a point leaves um henry the second fucking dies like right after <laughs> like this whole thing oh, no. and so now richard's the king oh jesus he's, he's just like just, the like, fucking king now the way that like these little things the way that history could have changed oh, if he's oh. like you know what i will kill you right now oh and then it's like, I would have died. And then what? Then fucking what, right? And then right? who would have been king? Oh nope. my god. So um, they literally had this square up days, days before. And that now is wild. Richard is I the king. Like, God, so much could have gone so different. So crazy. So Richard summons him before him. And he's like, hey, ah, remember me. And oh, like, they kind of no. talk about it. Oh, God. And okay. he's like, hey. Thanks for not killing me, though. Yeah. He's like, I see you as a brother. You are equal to me in chivalry. And I know that my father made you a promise before he died. And I'm going to honor that promise because I want you working for me because you're the best knight of all time. And I need you loyal to me. So if I honor my father's promise, you got my back, right? And William's like, fuck yeah, I do. Because that promise was a lady. There's going to be an age gap. You're not going to like it. So brace yourself. So this lady was Isabel de Clare. And she was the heiress to estates of Strongbow in England, Ireland, Normandy, and Wales. Sounds She's great. Where's the other coming the other with so much land? And very few years under her belt. Mm-hmm. So William's 43. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't. If you say anything teen, I'm going to lose my mind. 17. No! Uh, yeah, she's 17. It's it's history. It's all the egg. It's history. It's all the egg. It's history. As far as teens go, it could have been worse, I guess. It's history. It's all the egg. Yeah. I honestly, in my heart, thought you were going to say 15. Okay, so... Any year after that, I will be thankful for it and still be disgusted. Swall dick, it's history. What if I told you that it was, like, really happy? And they were very happy. I'm sure she, I'm sure she was so happy because she was so groomed. <laughs> but yes, okay, you know Swall the Ick, it's history. Yeah. Swall the Ick. 
I'm swallowing it. It's, it's swallowing. It's, it's going Marshall, down I guess. really I slowly, but we are going to take what we can. This, uh, this worked out for William because, okay. my God, transferring. We will take what we can. Him from, I mean, again, this guy started as a landless son yeah. from a minor yeah. family and now he is literally I, a baron I hope, of one of the okay. and one of the richest men in the whole kingdom i will say like this isn't this is history this isn't the worst situation that this girl could have ended up with listen so this, this is, is actually like a pretty good situation this is why his marriage with isabel is the main reason why i do not think that he slept with henry's wife he never took a mistress he never strayed from her. The way that in history, it was the bare minimum means everything to us. It, no, it does because it, that like, means everything. This to me. was something that was super noted back then because they're like, he didn't take a mystery. Like everyone was, yeah. everyone was taking Listen, multiple. He's the best knight in the world, if, and he's like, yeah. that's my fucking. If wife. one of my guy friends came up to me right now and was like, "Listen, you gotta give me credit because I didn't take. I've I've never taken a mistress." I'd be like. Oh my God, put your head on the fucking pavement and I'm going to stop yeah. your stupid school in. Like, I would be so annoyed. This is history. It's like, that's pretty good. Good for you, man. You take a mistress? Like, times were different. And Things like, have changed. The best night in the world. You the know? best night in the world like, where women were 100% throwing themselves at oh. him. Yeah. They were throwing themselves at him left and fucking right. No, that's what I'm saying. So, like, again, is... like, nowadays, don't fucking come at me with, well, I've never taken a mistress and women are throwing themselves at me. You're disgusting. I hate you. Back then, love it. No, they good had, for you, William. They had good a, for fucking you, man. And good for Isabel. They, they did have a, a good thing going. No, see, I, again, I do love it because my standards are so low right the age gap isn't great but if you have to be 17 years old marrying a 43 year old at least it's someone that's going to be like respectful and loyal to you i guess yeah no i'm again i'm gonna take it my standards are low the bar is low and like it's just god it's just like so crazy like one marriage ceremony and like now you just own all of this stuff like England, Ireland, cool. Wales, They're Normandy, cool. like it just happens like yeah, in a snap. Cool. And so he's he's got a whole bunch of titles God, and power so now. So fucking cool, yeah. And so Yeah, God, get it, William. Get it, William. So now we're up to 1190. Um he is appointed by King Richard to the Council of Regency. So he is one of the people left in charge to govern the country when Richard the Lionheart departed for the Holy Land to go on the Third Crusade. It's crusade time. Um, and people so crusading. he's going to crusade. Yep. So he's literally acting as the king's hand on general. Um, they're still at war with France, by the way. Ooh, with King messy. Philip. And like, yeah, he's just like, I mean, the king's off on a fucking crusade. Meanwhile, William's back there like, okay, I'll like fight the French for you. I fucking got this. Love it. Um, some shit happened here. Again, it was so political and so messy. Um, I'll mention it just briefly, but there was there was some shit that went down here. I don't even have it written down, so this is from memory. But 
Oh, man. One of Richard's other people on the council was, like, pulling some shady shit. And, like, at first, William was going along with it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, like, I'll back you up on that. But then it came out that, like, this guy was out for himself and, like, wasn't doing what Richard would have wanted and shit. And so then William turned around and, like, put it into this whole thing. It was this whole side story oh that was God. just, like, way too confusing. Whoa, just but that's interesting. He's loyal. Yes, like he yes. loves that he works for the crown and loyal so to his wife loyal, loyal to his to wife the crown loyal to his friend and that is a knight my guy william invented chivalry babe he did no yeah. he really did and for what it's worth because i don't know if i don't know if you math people are keeping track of this right now but we're up to 1197 right now this man is not aging normally like for people at the time, he's yeah. 50 years old right now. He's 50 years old and his ass goes into a battle against the French. Ooh. You know, surprise, surprise. Get him, William. He goes up 50 years old in medieval times to a besieged French castle and he scales the fucking walls. Jesus. Like on his own oh and God. holds off this whole fucking ca like castle until reinforcements get there. Like he's just fucking good. He was William. born for this, born yeah. for this. Um, He's up there trying to hold this whole castle off. The fucking warden comes out. The warden, the main guy whose sole job on planet earth is to protect this castle. Um, He finally like comes out. You know, of like the boss's den to yeah. be like, hello, William, I am the warden of this castle. Let me fight you. Yeah. And William takes him out with like one blow, literally walks this, over and just no, goes, this is like Blanc. sure super embarrassing. Yeah, no, it's like, it's really incredible. So um, he drops the warden with one single blow, uh, ends up winning this whole battle and it's great. So <laughs> Richard, King Richard. Ends up dying. We're not going to get into that. But, yeah, so now we're on to another king here. William Marshall is going to outlive, like, three different kings and serve okay. all of them. Who's the next king? Uh, this next one's King John. So he's on to serve another King John now because he's loyal to the crown. Crown has changed. He's sticking with him. Um, again, skipping over this King John, I've, it's weird to skip over it because he was, like, such a big, a big thing he's like the king john and like the robin hood stories where like people For paint sure. him out oh, to that's be really bad immediately yeah and he's up. like yeah. he's a, i i dabbled a little bit again from um one of alex history guy's video personal friend of ours could pick him out of a lineup first yeah. name basis we are literal besties um we're like best friends you said that yeah that we're best friends so um but I want to look into King John one day because thanks yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Alex's videos, I was like, oh, you're a misunderstood guy. Like <gasps> you, you like went down in history for like being this like living frivolously, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But like the time of it all, you know, like he had to like put on this show and like display this wealth. Like he kind of got a bad rap oh, from shit. I love what I saw. I love a misunderstood person. I love a misunderstood person. So we will, we Maddie, will look into that. Oh my God, Maddie really does. I love a fucking misunderstood because person. Because Anne Boleyn's ambulance and girl i i'm you know i'm not there are some people out there that like think that every single thing that king henry the eighth did was great and justified and i don't think that but i do think that i like 
understand him on a deeper level. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Where like, he was coming from. Where, like, yeah, like, it's not so cut and dry, like, yeah. as people try to make it. Um, don't come for me for that. No, I'm sorry, a, Every situation is so multifaceted. I just, that, like, I feel like I was there in a past complex, life, and I just really yes. feel like I understand, like, what, what he was Like, that he had a lot of tough decisions. A lot of tough decisions. A lot of, like, to, oh my god, okay, whatever. So, yeah. um, now... King John's dead, okay? And um, the next king is only nine years old. So, Uh uh-oh, William's the regent. Like, King John died and he was like, William's the man running the country until he is of age. He came from nothing, you guys. He was, like, that good of a person, that good at his job, that, like just had that commendable of a personality that like rule England, rule all of fucking England, you second son of a minor landowner. That's that's crazy the way that he's managed to rise the ranks in this time period. It's crazy. So he's not done yet. He is 70 years old in medieval England. Hit nine years old. <laughs> She's just in her prime. Um, just, yep, doing great. Totally peaking. Yep. He's 70. And he's got one fight left in him at 70 years old. Oh, so this is go. the second battle of Lincoln in 1217. He led the king's army. We're in the 12s now. We're in the 12s. He led the king's army against the French. Oh, so the French. William, 70-year-old. Sir William Marshall is leading the charge, like the mounted horse lance charge into this whole fight, right? He was the absolute first person to hit the town. He was the absolute first person to capture all of the nobles, the absolute first person to start like laying out what the ransoms were going to be for each of these people. Like you couldn't take it out of him. 70 Mm. fucking years old. First one in there. He's like, you, 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 you come over here. You're worth this. You're worth this. You're worth that. Give it to me. The man has energy. Energy I could never have at the age of 70. That's what I'm saying. And so he has one last victory under his belt and that was in 1217 and 1219 at age 72 his health is finally going to start going a little bit and it is said that his sign off from this world into the next was quote i cannot defend myself from death end quote oh that's he- fucking haunting. haunting and he died at 72 years old on may 14th and he was buried as a Knight Templar. They like gave him that honor there. His grave can still be seen in the Temple Church in London. Like, gotta go. And his legacy, yeah. wow. Like, he left so much behind in just, like, in being a knight in general. His story, he also left behind a whole bunch of fortifications. Um, he did, de- like, a whole bunch of castles, like, the development of certain towns and stuff. And the news of his death, like, spread all throughout Europe. Um, it, he was so beloved by everyone. Like, how many times did I just say, like, he led the charge against France. Oh, yeah, against yeah, yeah. France. Led the charge against France. Um, The French king mourned him in his court <gasps> when he died. Like, his whole court was in mourning. He's and like, no, that, that was a pretty cool guy, though. Yeah. Like, and no, he's against... It was the French king, because if we remember, the source, 
like of where his whole life is documented was French, right? Yeah, that's true. So the French king was the one that declared him the most trustworthy, clever, and best knight of his age that ever lived. Oh my God. And that's what I got. That's William. William. What are we? Everything. What are we? He's fucking everything. No, I know. He's so cool. He's so fucking cool. The leadership skills. The leadership. Hot. Hot. The the raw natural talent. Hot. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the being lazy and still coming out of it being the fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. A crude drawing of a sideways bird beak shield. Hot. He makes it hot. hot. He makes it Listen, hot. Listen. Um, yeah. No, if you take anything away from this episode, it's that William Marshall's hot. Yeah. Wood smash. 10 out of 10 would smash. Yeah, I love it. Is he probably five foot two? Because it's a No, he was six feet tall. Did I not say that? He was a tall, handsome motherfucker at a time. Thank you for bringing it up, Em. I'm sorry I didn't say it earlier. At a time when the average male height was about five, six, five, seven, our man's was six feet tall. William. Yeah, that's some like legs over shoulders shit, you know? That Mm -hmm. is so hot. William. Oh my God. William. He's everything to me. Come back from the dead. Visit us in our dreams. William, I want you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that is so fucking cool. Okay. There's no way to follow this up with a cool enough fucking fresh cup. I believe in you. I'll find something. I mean, you know, I usually try to find the opposite vibe, right? Like, we have, like, a sad episode. And so then I follow it up with, like, a happy fresh cup. It's like, no, this episode was just cool. So does that mean my fresh cup's just going to be lame? Like, like the lamest fresh cup I'm going to find you guys the lamest fresh cup ever. Do you want me to just, like, tell a story from my life? Yeah, I (laughs) really do. But, like, your life is pretty cool. I'm going to find something lamer. Aw, thank you. I love your life, man. I love your life. I love your life. I love your life. I love your face. We love William Marshall. I love you so much. And now you're going to fucking hate this French cup. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm I'm recording already. I'm so ready to tell you this one. Ooh, okay, okay. This one's so stupid. Oh, I did say it was going to be lame. It's not lame, though. Okay. It's just fucking dumb. All right. It's just fun and dumb. Let's fucking go. Fun and dumb. This is from subreddit. Yeah. Sex. Oh. Um, yeah. All right. We were over. I'm going to tell you the, the title. Beautiful. We were overheard, extremely mortified and embarrassed. Okay. Me. Don't be. Own it. <laughs> Me. Me, male 24, and my girlfriend, female 22, had sex this morning. Nice. And we're under the impression that we had the house to ourselves. Okay. A rare opportunity, I might add. So, of course, we got busy. I was performing like Shaq in his prime. <laughs> We were loud as fuck. Absolutely no filter. Picture a big guy running in flip-flops. Okay. Well, okay. No, you know, okay. That sound that, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like the general like vibrations that it's putting out. Like, yeah, yeah I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Shock in his prime. Big guy running in flip-flops. Yep. Just firing on all cylinders okay. after all. Nobody was home. Yeah. Then we finish and I go to use the washroom. Just to discover my grandma in the living room folding laundry. Okay. No, okay. No, that's okay. I, you know, I would rather a grandparent than, like, a parent or, like, a kid, maybe? Like, I don't know. No, kids are so naive, though. I feel like you can make an excuse. I feel like a grandparent's, I, I could say, like, it was the TV. 
okay you also know, like we were watching basketball probably didn't genuinely didn't hear a thing no matter how loud you were right that's what i'm saying like yeah, yeah it was just okay. a tv you don't know what you yeah. heard yeah no that's true yeah it's like uh, i really sounded like someone was screaming your name like, like well it's it a on tv name. grandma yeah it's on tv um I'm not a suicidal person by any means. Oh, no. But, man, I would not mind if someone shot me in the back of the head right now. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. I'm so fucking embarrassed. I I feel like throwing up. Why did it have to be my grandma of all people? Grammy folded laundry too. Yeah. Grammy in the home. She was busy. Just folded some laundry. Yeah. And being sweet, innocent Grammy. I'm still like thinking this is one of the better case scenarios here. Like I'm not on the same wavelength. I know. I love that. Like just like your confidence. Yeah. In this. Like, maybe I'm just like, like so okay. close with my grandma that if I like walked out of my bedroom freshly fucked, voice yeah. gone, she would like high five me and be like, "You're that a girl. Would. Your like, grandma would." She's like those are the bloodlines, baby. Like, Listen, my grandma is basically deaf, and she didn't hear a damn thing. Yeah, see, so so we're safe. We're, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're go. good on you this and end. I, we're fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why would it have to be my grandma? Please, someone, please help me get over this. Update. Oh. Talk to my grandma. Okay. She, she said she's happy I found someone good. Yeah. And to have fun before we get old, too. That's the thing. Grandma's the fucking tits. Grandma. I love grandma. I do, too. It's still embarrassing, but not the end of the world. Thank you for the support. Oh, my gosh. Grandma's everything. That William so and cute. grandma. William and grandma. William and grandma, what are we? <laughs> grandma wouldn't. Like, William wouldn't care if Grandma overheard. No. William would be like, sorry. He would say sorry. He'd say, sorry, Grams. Yeah. And Grams would be like, get him, boy. Is riding into battle with fresh scratches down his back. Boy, he does not care. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, William is. I See, I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, no, sweet, innocent Grammy. Like, Grammy had kids, Emily. Like. Oh, yeah. Grammy had several kids. Oh, hell yeah. Grandma knows how to get the boom boom. Grandma knows how to get the boom boom. Uh Um, Yeah, the top comment. It's not as bad as you think. Grandmas are people, too. She was 24 once. She was 24 once. You think she wasn't in there, like, rocking his fucking world? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you don't want to think about it, because that was... That was grandpappy, but no, don't. I mean, don't think about it. Don't but, think like, about it, it but like she's gonna understand. Yeah, and if she doesn't, it's okay. Yeah, like you. She'll you, be dead in five years. Your grandma sat on your grandpa's face, and like that's good. <laughs> and you I, want that? Yeah, you it's wouldn't good. be here you if wouldn't they didn't exist. have that. I mean, because that led to other things that led to you. Okay? Yeah, I'm gonna so say like, that, that was you know led to other things that led to yeah. your mom or your dad that led yeah. to you. It so usually like, doesn't God. like start and end with sitting on the face, you know. Like it usually goes other. But places we love her Grammy that that was a part of it. I do. I love that. I for hope her. that that was a part of it. Oh for my her. God, Opal, get it. Um, love Opal. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like her name's Opal. I was thinking Gertrude. Okay. Yeah. No, I can get on that. No, no, something more sweet. Lois. Lois. Yeah. I feel like his name is like Herb. His name was Herb. R.I.P. Herb. Herb. Yeah. Herb was getting... (laughs) (laughs) What is this episode? (laughs) We're going to bed. It's fucking 2 a.m. 2 in the morning. Fucking bye. I never (laughs) stay up this late. I'm going to bed. We can't Um, talk anymore. It's getting off the rails. 
Get it, Herb. Okay. Get Bye. it, Herb. Herb is getting the good puss. Bye. <laughs>